Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Sisney and EJ. What's up? Well, you know, we're kind of just getting going. I am struggling today. I thought I thought as the week gets longer or gets... We get deeper into the week? <laughs> yes, there uh-huh. we go. That it would be easier, but no, I felt like today was the hardest day to wake up. Yeah, I went out last night. Probably not the greatest idea. Same, You would yeah. think I would know, like doing mornings for the past, I don't know how many years, eight years at this point. Um, you would know it, better. I felt like I was responsible, though. We had some sake, a little bit. I was in bed by 11. That's very late for me, though. So, yeah, I didn't get the greatest sleep. And then Savea was up at, like, 4 a.m. crying. And so it was a lot. Did you send Michael in there? Like, hey. Yeah, uh, I'm like, hello. I do a morning show. (laughs) Go in there and handle that. (laughs) Go in there. Oh, no. The baby is still in our room. That's a whole other topic. Um, So, you know who might not be struggling? Or maybe, maybe he or she is struggling. Who is that? Like, wait, cows are females, no matter what, yes, right? right, okay. right. <laughs> <laughs> a cow was on the loose yesterday in Lakeview Terrace. I don't know if you guys watched this. It was probably around, I don't know, 12.30, 1 p.m. And I'm, well, I'm part of a Car Chase Fanatics group text mm-hmm. chat. Right. Um, it's like me, JoJo, a few other people here from the station are friends. <laughs> people who are really into car chases. Which happened a lot here in Los Angeles mm-hmm. and Orange County. And so they anytime there's any sort of car chase, we get alerted. You know, we are someone sends a text and right. link to the live. If, if it's not on TV yet, it's on their website, blah, blah. So they're like, well, not really a car chase, but this is a cow chase. And we're like, it works. I, Let's I, watch it. I was wondering, like, what was going on? Because I've seen people that were, like, just, like, on Twitter talking about this cow. But I wasn't <laughs> fully invested because, you know, I was dead tired. So what happened? Oh, I was fully invested. I don't know how it started. But mm-hmm. so I came in, like, midway while the cow was on the 210, kind of just, like, and, you know, honestly, she looked really scared. I bet. That traffic over there is crazy. And so cars were stopped, obviously. Some people were trying to be heroes and get out of their car and, like, almost, you know, try to... Stop the cow? How are you going to stop a cow? Right. She just turned around and started running in the, in the opposite direction. At one point, they kind of had her in a parking lot. And then you would see her go up to, there was a business there, and they had glass windows. And you would see her go up to the glass windows, almost as if she was seeing her reflection. Like, So she'd see like another cow. She kept going oh. back to the window, like thinking that that was home or whatever. Eventually, she escapes that area, goes up these stairs, goes down another road, and then a dirt road, and then ends up on a property that looked like a ranch. Mm-hmm. There were other animals there. There were sheep, goats, all, this, and then more cows. So on like TV, they're like, "Well, maybe this is home," but I don't think it was. The owner there came out in like you know white tank top, and he was like trying to lasso her, and she just kept running. It was it went on for like another twenty minutes. There, they finally got her, and How hopefully her? she's safe. They lassoed her. Oh, they like, did. Yeah, like in cowboy. Yes, I'm impressed. Yeah, they did that, and then there was like four guys trying to I don't want to say tackle, but essentially because she back kicked one of them, and then he falls down. It was like <laughs> I'm literally watching this like. 
I wonder where this cow escaped from. I You saw the cow. I'm curious if you saw the cow on the 210 yesterday. Hit us up, 800-520-1027. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it happened and how you get a cow on the freeway to begin with. Can I just say uh, midday TV in L.A. is probably the most entertaining because there's a cow, there's like <laughs> car chases, there's just like the unexpected always happening. Exactly. That's why we love this city. Absolutely. So uh, are you familiar with quinceañeras? I am. Have I you am. ever been to one? No, but it seems like a good time. Oh, I mean, any sort of party with Latinos is a good time. Oh gosh, so let absolutely. me just tell you that. It doesn't even have to be a yes. celebration for a birthday. <laughs> but yes, it is so cool. I, I, I had one when I turned 15. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was like mixed emotions for me because I had a tough time kind of accepting my culture growing up as a kid. Why is that? I Because I... I wanted to be the uh, epitome of the American girl, what I thought it was the American girl. Like, Were you low-key ashamed of it or no? Uh, not ashamed. I was just, you know, it, I was different. I was different from the start, from all my friends and like the community that I grew up in. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up in Orange County. And so, you know, I was I was the only Latina out of all my friends. And so my, my parents told me I had, like, had to have a quinceanera and not a sweet 16. I was like, Why? But, you know, I embraced it and I did it and I did the waltz with my grandpa and my dad and mm-hmm. in front of all of my friends. And it was like cringy, embarrassing kind of. But mm-hmm. looking back now, I'm so grateful that I experienced that whole thing because it was a good time. And and I love my culture so much. It took me a long time to appreciate it, I guess, is what I'm trying to get to. You know, I, I didn't really like grasp how amazing it is to be, um, you know, a uh, first generation of immigrant par- parents until I was older, like in college. Right. I bring this up because Ruby, who works here, she is uh, one of our producers. Hello, Ruby. Hello. You, uh, did you have a quinceanera? Or? I did not. Okay. Yeah, and so I you're kinda... looking at me like, why were you so... <laughs> I know, she's a little salty right now. I'm like, man, I wish I had a quinceanera. I know. Um, yeah. I, I did not get to have one, but I'm thinking about having a treintañera. So this so. is this is you said this yesterday, and I was like treintañera. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, it's basically like you know, essentially honoring the tr- tradition of a quinceañera, but when you turn thirty, so that's next year for me. And I'm like, I just I want to throw a party. Yes. And like you said, just have fun, the music, drinks, the food. Will um, you get all traditional with like the court and all that? I don't know if I'll do. I don't know if I'll go that far. Okay. But definitely like the cumbias, the music, oh, you know, yes. very nostalgic. So I definitely want to do that. I've never been to a treintañera. It's so hard for me to say that. <laughs> um, my, I know somebody that had, she called it a double quinceañera, but it's essentially the same thing. And she right. did it on her 30th. Um, 800-520-1027. Do you have any suggestions for Ruby? Have you had a treintañera, a double quinceañera and... Was it successful? Was it fun? What did you do? Yes. How did it work? Did, All the tips. <laughs> did people embrace it? You got to rent like a, a ballroom. A salon. <laughs> salon. <laughs> yes, exactly. I want to come through and have some fun, especially the food. What? Do you like cumbia and salsa music and all that, EJ? I, I'll get down to Are it. Are you a good dancer? Absolutely. Oh, I am wow. like offended that you asked that. <laughs> I haven't seen you dance. Don't be offended. Really? No. Where? Where? I feel like we've been someplace where you, I would dance. You, def- you and I have definitely not been dancing Maybe anywhere like together. Maybe like Jingle Ball or something? That doesn't count. <sighs> A little two-step doesn't your boy, count. Your bo- no, your boy gets down. Like, I am the first person dancing at a wedding. Like, if you want me, Same. if you at, um, if you had a wedding, 
Like, you want me there because I'm like, come on, let's go. Let's go. Especially after a couple of shots of tequila. For sure. <laughs> I'm with it. Okay, I'm down. So what about a sweet 32? Is that a thing? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just we spit, can make it. Just spitballing here, you know? I no mean, bad listen. ideas when we're brainstorming. <laughs> right, Yeah, right. Ruby, Ruby, if you don't get it together by the end, by next year, you can still do a sweet 32. Right. <laughs> it gives you more time to plan. Mariana in L.A., good morning. So you have a funny story from your quince? Good morning. I do. So you guys are talking about the Trinta Mieras uh, party, and I had to share that I actually had a bat senyera, which was a mixture of a bat mitzvah and a quinceanera, because my parents <laughs> couldn't decide on what party to have. And so I'm totally in support of a 30th birthday party if you can't celebrate the quinceanera exactly, because mine wasn't the most traditional either. A bat senyera. Am I saying that right? Yep, a bat senyera. That is invitation everything. So did you do all of the traditions for both cultures? Exactly. I did a, you know, Jewish whole ceremony in the beginning and then I transitioned into my uncle's getting drunk after. And it was the, it was the funniest thing ever. I feel like that happens in all cultures. You have drunk uncles getting uh, <laughs> wasted at a child's party. Dang, you know what though? I think I'm the drunk aunt now that I think about it. Like, like now that the kids, like now that we have all the younger kids and I'm older, now I'm the drunk dia. But I bet you they think you're cool as ever. Uh, I'm a good time. Right. It was amazing. We had tacos. We had matzo ball soup. It was just a, a diverse array of food. But, you know, I didn't get to eat much because I was just reading the Torah or partying with my friends and trying to explain what exactly I was saying. So that was the best part of it. I mean, I just want to throw a party that has tacos and matzo ball soup in general. Same. Like, no, that's the theme. Yeah, just won't keep it to a box in here. Make it, you know, every year. Very cool. Well, Mariana, take care. Where, do you, where are you off to right now? Back home and off to a work at home job. Wow. Nice. Well, drive safe. Uh, make sure there's, you know, look for well, cows. Yeah. Apparently there was a cow on the loose on the 210 yesterday, so. <laughs> oh, God. Only in LA. <laughs> I know. All right. Thank you so Only much. Thanks, guys. Let's take your shout outs right now. Susie in Chino. You're not the Susie from The Bachelor, right? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> who do you want to shout out? I want to shout out my quinceanera, my daughter, Amanda Skye, who's going to be 15 on Sunday, the 13th. She's having her quinceanera next weekend. How exciting. So many months of planning, I'm assuming, and the day is finally here. How how does she feel? How do you feel? Uh, We're both a nervous wreck, but I'm thankful I only have one daughter to plan for. It's like a mini wedding. Is it really? Yeah. It is. It's a lot of planning. It's so stressful, but she's worth it. She's an amazing daughter. I adore her to death. I couldn't ask for a better a better child. And thank God that it's this year, you know, and it wasn't these previous yes. years of the pandemic that yes. we'd all been going through. So, right. you know, it Absolutely. all worked out. And, and everything worked out. Everything was like a domino effect. So I said, you know what, God, if it's meant to be, let's get everything rolling. And it happened. And now it's here. Well, have so much fun. Call back and let us know if anything crazy or funny happened at the quinceanera, okay? I definitely will. And I love you, Amanda. Happy birthday. Oh, we love you, Amanda. Happy quince. Albert, hello. Good morning. What's your shout out? Good morning. Good morning to all of you guys. Hey, I'm calling in from Lotsgrass, Montana. Ooh. A shout out to our high school boys basketball team. 
They are on their way to possibility of a three-peat for the Class B state championship. So shout out to the Lodgegrass Indians boys basketball team. Oh, there that's awesome. Go. Very, very cool. Thank you so much for calling, Albert. You have a great day. Thank you. You guys be well. All right. And today's quote, focus on loving yourself instead of loving the idea of other people loving you. Ooh. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Sisney, what is going on with these headlines? So the L.A. City Council voted unanimously to remove the requirement for indoor businesses to verify customers' COVID-19 vaccination status. Um, But the vote does not make the move final as an ordinance will have to be drafted and returned to the city council for a final approval. So, like, why even tell us? Right. (laughs) False hope. (laughs) I know. It's like, it has been approved unanimously, but wait, it's not really approved yet. Crenshaw High School was placed on lockdown after a fight involving more than 100 students took place on campus yesterday. Just before 10 a.m., no arrests were made, though. I wonder what starts a fight with, like, all those kids. A hundred. Probably Instagram. Did you ever get in... (laughs) (laughs) You ain't like my photo. Right? Exactly. Did you ever get in fights in high school? No, no, no. I never did either. I was not. I would run away if there was any sort of issue. I'm like, nope. I barely attended high school. Really? Okay. Yeah, well, we we'll, can, we'll dive into that we later. We can come back to that. <laughs> Opening day at Dodger Stadium uh, just got even later. More games were canceled as the league and the Players Association failed to reach a deal on a new collective bargaining agreement. Opening day is now pushed until at least April 14th. When was it supposed to be, Mark? March 31st. My birthday. You're right. That would have been so nice. I'm not a big baseball fan. I only like, you know, I love the Dodgers, obviously, like born, born and raised Dodger fan, Mm -hmm. you know, will go to games throughout the season. But I really get into it in the finals. Like once it gets close to like, that's when it's really exciting. Mark, no, he will watch every baseball game. That's what me and like, I want to say football or any sport, like I'm not invested at all. But like, if you take me to a game, like how we went to the Chargers game and I'm like invested, but leading up, who cares? I know. Yeah, because you got to find what works for you. For me, it's football. And 40 years after... After the original movie, E.T. Park in Porter Ranch could become official. Could you imagine this? So City Councilman John Lee wants to rename Porter Ridge Park for the 1982 film. The park is featured in the scene in which E.T. escapes the police and boards a ship to return home. Remember? So that would be really cool if they changed the name. On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Sisney and EJ with you. This is literally the longest week ever. Hang in there. Hang in there. Um, Yeah, you know, this is how it is. EJ usually does nights here on Kiss, Mm. so he's been getting up real early for us. We're only going to bed at this time. But you know what? It's a good time. We're having good. We're having fun. So much fun. You know, you were mentioning how, well, there was a fight yesterday at Crenshaw High School, Mm -hmm. and they put the whole school on lockdown. We were just talking about that. Um, And apparently 100 students were involved. No arrests were made, so I guess they'd all worked it out at the end. Um, but you were saying it maybe it was over Instagram. I was th- like, how? What? What else is causing them to fight with all these? Like, this has to be like an Instagram post, or somebody didn't like a picture, or you know, tagging somebody in a picture or something like that. Don't you think? Maybe. I mean, I do get upset if someone posts a bad picture of me. Why? Well, like if you don't, if you don't get like photo approval from someone. Nah, nah, nah. What do you mean, nah? Like you need to, act, like if you're gonna post a picture of me, at least have like you know, be like, hey, I'm gonna post this. Are you cool? You know what's interesting for people's birthdays? If I look good in the picture, I don't care how the other person looks. That's no. I'm still gonna post it. 
So if it was my birthday, which by the way is coming up, um, and you, we have we took a picture together, and I'm like my eyes like fluttering, and one eye. But closed, if I look good, you would post that picture. Absolutely, I'll put a little emoji over your head if that makes you feel better. On but my I, birthday, I will. But it's I'm posting it on my Instagram story. So <laughs> if I look super good, like if my outfit looks good, I know this picture got a lot of likes. I am posting that picture. If you look like hell, I'm still gonna post it. I have pain in my stomach from being so I think mad at you right now. Are you for, like it hasn't even happened? Did you be mad at somebody for something that hasn't pre-mad? happened? Pre-mad? <laughs> Pre-mad. So if you take a great photo and someone says don't post that, you still post it. Yes. What about you? 800-520-1027. I want to know from everybody else if 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 I'm in the dark here because no, I wouldn't. I, who care? It's a picture. So even if I looked good in it and you literally genuinely said don't post that. I don't feel, you know, I don't feel like I look good. Like for me, it's always like, I don't like the way my stomach looks or like whatever, you know? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I would respect that and be like, you know what, EJ, I'm not going to post it to my 200, whatever thousand followers on Instagram because I feel like that's rude. You know what I would do? I would be like, oh, oh I'm so sorry. I pro- I won't post it. <laughs> I'll probably post it and hope you didn't see it. How it would you even, not see it? It wouldn't even tag you in it. So uh, No, people would see it. I think it's just... Who, like you really love yourself that much? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I love me. I love EJ. I love me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. 800-520-1027. Are you like EJ or are you like me? Let's go team EJ or team Sisney in this situation because I feel like you have to respect that person if they don't want it. But True, but I'm, I feel like no one will admit it. No one admit, will admit that they would post a bad photo of someone else if they looked good Yeah, in but all my friends do. I, You know, like when they ask me and... We all collectively agree, like, oh, that's the best one of all of us. Post that one. You know, you kind of just, like, figure it out. And if someone says, no, I don't like how I look in that one, we just don't post that picture and we move on. I feel like everybody's a little selfish when it comes to, like, themselves looking good in pictures and not necessarily caring about anybody else in there. True. thousand percent. When you look at a group photo, everyone looks at themselves first. I'm and, like, I, okay, you can post that. And nobody else does. But... Maybe I can get away. Maybe you can get away with like a story because that goes away after 24 hours. Oh, yeah. The story. Absolutely. But my main feed, everybody got to look good. <laughs> okay. 800-520-1027. If you take a great photo and someone says don't post it, do you still post it? Are you, do you do what EJ does or do you respect them and do the right thing like Sissony? Okay. You're basically saying that you will post any picture on your Insta even if I tell you, please don't post that because I don't like the way I look. But you're like, well, I look good, so I'm going to post it. And I feel like that's so rude. Really? I just won't tag you. R- still rude. Hello, Kendra. All right. Are you team Sisney or are you team EJ when it comes to this? Team Sisney all the way. Thank you, girl. Kendra, you know you <laughs> post pictures of your friends <laughs> when they don't like it. Okay. No, I get so mad because I see it all the time on happy birthday posts, and the birthday person looks awful. Like, if you are trying to wish them a happy birthday, post a good picture of them. Otherwise, it just becomes a, hey, look at me post, and it has nothing to do with the birthday person. Kendra, that's exactly why I'm posting it, because the, hey, look at me post. (laughs) Kendra, we cannot change his mind, but thank you for being Team (laughs) Sisney. Thank you. All right, Sarah and Brea, all right, which team are you on? Definitely his team. You post Thank that you. picture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the girls are so catty, and it's like if you got to seriously ask your friend, do you like this one? Do you like this one? Do you like this one? Ha! Uh-uh. It's his page, and we look good. 
Sarah, I feel like we would be there all day if we're asking if they like, you know what I mean? Yeah, but you see what Sarah said? Sarah said, if we all look good. So she she's actually actively trying to find a good picture. No, 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 It's his page. It's his page, babe. I can't. I literally can't with you two. Okay, bye, Sarah. Love you. Hello, Diana and Corona. Hi, good morning, guys. I just wanted to tell you that um, even if everybody else looks like a troll, I'm still posting the pictures. You guys, you believe in karma? You believe in karma, right? Because you know not bad enough I do, for because karma. you know what? Everybody, everybody does it. I have friends that post their pictures of me looking like a troll. My hair is lopsided. It, it's bad. Everybody does it. You want to look good. It's your own Instagram. It's your own page, whatever it is. Go for it. All right. Thank you, Diana. Thank you for calling. You know, here's the thing, though. I feel like you should at least ask. Like, if you should just ask. I'm going to ask, but I'm still going to do it. So then, okay, then don't ask, then, if that's the case. (laughs) Ask, but mean it. And don't ask, and then still do whatever you're going to do. Hello, Amanda and Fontana. Good morning. All right. Which team are you on, girl? Come on. Good morning. I'm Team Sissy. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. um, I, I, I mean, I understand where EJ comes from as far as, like, you know, you love me and everything, but sometimes I'll crop the person that doesn't want to be in the photo. Okay, well, that's a step. So on their birthday, do you crop them too, or do you just, like, <laughs> don't post them? <laughs> oh, I don't post them. Come on, Oh, man. my God, I love it. If I search your page right now. <laughs> see? That is a guilty laugh. <laughs> Thank you for calling, Amanda. Well, I think, you know, there was another call, EJ, and they were Team Sisney, I'm just going to say, but they dropped. So I'm pretty sure I, I won I, this one. <laughs> just going to leave it at that. All right. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Guess who we have on the phone right now? EJ in Northridge. Good Hello. morning. Hey. Hey, good morning. How you doing, EJ? Good. I'm good. I'm on my own from work. EJ, oh. you're on with EJ. Oh, hey, EJ. What's happening? Guess what? You're Color 102. Yay. You got these tickets to That's see awesome. The weekend at SoFi Stadium on September 2nd. By the way, tickets go on sale today at Ticketmaster.com. Congratulations. Awesome. Yeah, that's going to so be much. that's going to be a really good show, right? Hang on one second. We'll get you all set up. All right, thank you. All right. So, I don't want to brag. But it but sounds I, like you're about to. But I already got my wordle for the day. <laughs> Can somebody please explain this to me? You have not played one game of Wordle, or I've, you've attempted? I've attempted. It's kind of addicting. So Wordle is you just get, you hop on. It's mm-hmm. a g- new game every day. You get six tries to figure out what word it is. It'll tell you if the if the letters are highlighted in yellow. It basically is saying that that letter is in the word, but it's just not in the right spot. Ooh. And then if it's highlighted in green, then that means you got it in the right spot. But it's not the word, obviously. So you didn't keep trying. So I got it in four tries today, which I feel like is decent. So the game judges you if it doesn't, if you don't get it <laughs> done mean, correctly. In theory, yes. And then there's bragging rights, right? Like imagine getting the first. I got, I got on the second try once, and I literally, it puts you in a mood. I was like feeling myself for that whole day. I was like, so here's the thing. So are there people that actually get it in the first try? I wonder. Well. I'm sure yes, it has to have happened. Not, it's never happened to me personally, but I got in the second. That's pretty good. I tried to play it this week when we are we're all doing it in the studio, and I honestly tried to cheat. I tried. Well, 
Okay, so you fall under this category because I was going to bring this up, but Wordle has apparently, you know, taken over a bunch of cheaters now because cheaters are, I don't understand the purpose of cheating for Wordle. Well, I, don't, I don't understand doing homework for fun. <laughs> and, that, and, I, and that's what I feel like Wordle is. <laughs> it, no, it's a brain exercise. Oh, okay. It's good for the mind. Potato, DJ. potato. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing apparently, all the words through October through 2027 are available. Like you can find websites, you can find social media accounts that post all of the future words. So therefore, yes, you can go on there and cheat and get it on the first try if you want to and then brag about it. But then you're just a liar. Yeah. Well, I also encouraged the bachelor to lie yesterday. So like <laughs> lying sometimes gets you places. I'm learning a lot about you, EJ. Did I ever tell you how I got into radio? Well, no. Do you tell? Do you want to hear the story? Sure. I lied. Told, I told a fib to get my first internship at a radio station. Well, what what was the fib though? Because I feel the like everyone was like kind of fake fakes college it to... letter saying oh, I was getting school credit, <laughs> and that, that's how I got it. Wow, yeah. that is impressive. Mm-hmm. No, no, because I did it the right way. So yes, for us to be interns in this company, you had to be able to get. Oh, it wasn't school... this company. Okay, well, and probably all companies, <laughs> you had to be able to get school credit. I mean, it was free labor. But I was not a communications major, so the classes were not offered for me at San Diego State in that category, therefore I could not get school credit. So I had to go and enroll at a community college and get the classes that would allow school credit so that I could go and intern and do it the right way. You had to play, EJ. you had to pay double money when <laughs> yeah. you could have just like faked the letter? It was not double money. I still got the credit for my GE. And so or like, you know, it worked out in the end. But yes, I had to go to a different campus and take these other courses, you know. You say lie, I say life hack. <laughs> I just don't understand <laughs> it. It makes no sense when it comes to Wordle. All right, cool. Like you, you told the fib, here you are now in Los Angeles on the air but <laughs> when it comes to wordle why would you cheat that doesn't make sense it's, it's like lying to yourself about working out but can i tell you how i cheated i didn't necessarily look at one of the sites that told you like what the words were i looked up because i got one of the letters so i was like okay so what are five letter words mm-hmm. that have these letters in them and that's what i did that's cheating. No, it's 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 assisting. Like it's almost like raising your hand when you're in class and a teacher walks over and points you in the right direction. But That's what, what and that the, is. And at what number try are you doing this? Because you get six tries. One, so, the first one. I mean, EJ. I saw it. it had I understand. It. Maybe you were on the fifth try and you're just like, all right, this is it. I'm gonna go to my resources. I'm gonna, you know, what is that that uh, call a friend or phone yeah, it yeah, in? Yeah, all yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> Lifeline, but okay, so you're a cheater. TBH, I wasn't that invested. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest is off this week, so EJ has stepped in. You usually do nights here on Kiss, Mm -hmm. so this is very early for you, but, you know, coffee helps. Coffee, Red Bull, (laughs) with Red Bull ice, tea. You know, we were talking earlier about how Tinder now has the, uh, you have the capability on Tinder to do background checks Mm -hmm. on future dates. Right. Which is not a terrible idea. So we're like, well, as you actually do background checks, have you done them before? Has it worked out? Brenda in Long Beach, you have a, you paid for a service for a background check, yes? Yes, I do. Okay. And how does how has that worked for you? What did you find? Well, I do I have a lot of friends that are on dating apps. So uh-huh. I normally, you know, they send me their number. I look them up, see if there's any criminal history. And it actually I've through my years of dating, I did find one person who was on the um, 
put it on the pedophile list. Oh. Um, so that was a big no-no. <laughs> so I'm yeah. glad I paid for that service. Yeah. Wait, so this is interesting. I, I like I like that you paid for the service, but you share it with yes. all your friends. So it's like, uh, you know, it doesn't no, seem I so do, bad. I do, I do. As a matter of fact, I had a, uh, I have a group, a group text, and one of them said, can somebody look up a number for me? I said, send it to me. That's you know? so funny. I would be using that just for, like, regular people. Just because oh I'm nosy as hell. Oh just like, to see all your friends? <laughs> yeah, like, uh. No! Oh, my gosh. Thank you for calling, Brenda. Natalie in Arcadia, you've done a background check? I have. Okay, on who? On my nail fiance, who I met on Tinder. And do and do they know? Is the question. They do know. I did tell him. What did he What did he say when you told him? Hey, P.S. I did a little background check on you. Actually, it was the first weekend I met his family, and I we were talking about something, and then I mentioned it, and then he's like, "No, you didn't." And I was like, "I swear to God, I did." And then we just started laughing. He just thought it was funny. Was there a red flag that made you do a background check? No, um, we actually met right before COVID, so mm-hmm. we kind of got serious soon, and I have kids, okay. so I don't bring anyone around my children at all. That was like my number one rule, not even to pick me up on a date at my apartment, mm-hmm. and so I did it for safety reasons because of my kids. I get that. You don't want the killer coming to your house. Absolutely not. Right. I mean, they don't need to be yeah. a killer, but yeah. I, I mean, you, all right. right. I, that was extreme. You don't want the crazy person coming over. <laughs> crazy person. And any type of crazy, you know, anything that could have popped up to potentially make me um, second guess or even feel guilty about bringing them around my children. I get it. Yeah. Having kids is a game changer for sure. Well, thank you for calling, Natalie. I appreciate it. Gabby in Pomona, you're on air with Ryan Seacrest. He's off this week. It's Sissy and EJ. Good morning. Now, you're a little skeptical when it comes to online dating? Yes. So I always said to myself I would never do online dating because I would watch a lot of element movies. <laughs> and there was always so many things on there on those movies. They're really interesting, but I always said I would never do it. I became a single mom of two children, Mm -hmm. and I was always skeptical about, you know, finding someone online, talking to them, and it not really being them, being an older man. Oh, no. So I did do the background check um, on a couple guys. One of them actually had just, they had on their background check, they had, um, that they were just in jail. I'm not too sure exactly for what. There were some codes on there, but I never looked them up. Um, but luckily, I met my now boyfriend, um, and we are living together. We've been living together. We met right before COVID. And um, he was very nice, very respectful. But at the same time, I didn't, I couldn't trust you know, you just never know. Right. So I did do a background check. Luckily, nothing came up under his. So I kept talking to him. And I've always been skeptical as well about bringing someone around my children because you just never know. So the guy that was in jail, did you see how long he was in jail for? Um, It said he was in jail for about a year and a half. Oh, I mean, no. Exactly I feel what? like that's not that bad. Are you kidding me? A year, a year and a half? He wasn't out there like... 
axe killing no, or something it's a different, like that. No, but it's different if he was he in jail for was one night. Something. You know, yes, one yes. night could have been like a drunk bar fight. Who knows? But like a year and a half, he I did mean, something bad. Well, what if it was like an yeah. assault? He was trying to defend somebody's honor or something like that. <laughs> I mean, you want somebody like that around you. I'm just saying. I don't know. I have to be careful because with my children, oh, I, I wouldn't yeah, want the something kids. to happen to me. You know, I have a three-year-old now and a six-year-old. So, you know. I think then, you did the right thing, Gabby. So I did have to do that background check, but luckily, you know, I I found I didn't find my boyfriend now future husband to be. <laughs> there you on go. Tinder, but I did find him on Plenty of Fish, and you know, thank God I was able to have that background check available, even though I paid for it. It was, you know, totally worth it. And now, you know, we're living together three years later, so it's See? perfect. Happy yeah, it's ending. Really Yes, it's really good to have that because you just never know who you're getting, who you're talking to. It's always very important just to be precautious. It's not anything like you're being sneaky. You're just pretty much you're finding someone that you don't know about and you don't know any friends or family of theirs. So it's kind of hard to you know yeah you got to be your own detective gabby and you know what now you are your own happy ending of a lifetime movie okay you're the you're the good one the cheesy ones that we see at christmas okay yeah (laughs) thank you for calling about you know moving in together and getting married so so great thank you thank you so much for calling oh my goodness she said friends and family is she background checking his mama too (laughs) well now that she has the service i mean you're paying (laughs) you you might as well right 39.99 a month it's like (laughs) might as well on air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. I wanted to get into this because I'm actually I'm going to bring in my friend Lewis. Hello, Lewis. You're on with us. Hey, what's up? All Hi. right. So I'm going to tell us the story that you he went out the house the other day and mm-hmm. you know Lewis is telling me about you know his dating life mm-hmm. and things like that. And you're you're dating somebody in her mid mid twenties. You're mid thirties. Yeah, exactly. And. And it's like, you know, kind of like they're in the beginning phase of the relationship, kind of. And I'm like, he's like, well, she drinks, but Lewis does not drink. So, and it's almost like an yeah. allergic thing, right, Lewis? Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm definitely allergic to alcohol. So it's not like I'm sober or anything like that. Right. I'm just, I just can't, I literally just can't drink. Yeah, for so, your life, right? So, exactly, yeah. If exactly. I want to live and breathe. I should not drink. Exactly. And trust me, I've been friends with Lewis for almost 20 years. And there's been many a times in our early 20s where we were like, you're lying. Just have a drink. And then you see him like vomit. Like it's it's, it's a real thing. It's so, yeah. It's so we gross. don't there's no pressure anymore. We, we get it. You don't drink. But then I was like, yeah. dude, I'm like, it, this has to be a little bit of like a, a buzz kill, like literally. But it has yeah. to be a little bit like of a strike on you because you meet these girls in the mid 20s when I was 25. Like I wanted to date somebody that could have a drink with me or right, a glass right. of wine with me at dinner and that and was just me personally but do you think it affects your dating life because of it um uh, i mean yeah i think that it's like one of those it's one of those things where especially i think it's like an age thing like you just said especially in someone in their mid-20s they're still kind of in like you know party mode they want to go out to friends they want to drink and they kind of want they want to share that experience mm-hmm. with like me and i'm like no you don't want to share that experience because that's not going to be a good experience because i'm going to die so it's like hard for them to like you know, um, like imagine that and fathom that because they just think I'm just like being a buzzkill, like you said. But it's like this is literally life and death, so I can't drink um, alcohol. And I'm not judging. I think that's their biggest thing too. Is like, are you going to judge me if I drink? Or right, because like, then they get all wasted. Right, right, right. Yeah. And it's hilarious. I love it. I'm like, I'm sober. I remember everything. I'm watching them. Like this is great. I'm having a good time. So 
yeah, there's no problem for me. But for me, that's so weird. Like, I wouldn't want to be com- like well, all, totally wasted and then have someone be completely sober and then like trying to get it on. Yeah, I'm not trying to be the <laughs> only one. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I am. And Sissy knows this because we all hang out like the same group of friends. Yeah. And like, I mean, this isn't like news, but like they all drink. Like they party. Oh, yeah. So, like, don't say. So, <laughs> so I'm like sober. I'm typically the one that drives too. So, That's true. Um, there's that. That's there's bonus. that. Like everyone's getting, everyone's getting home safe. Unless I decide to go home early because I'm tired. Right. Um, you know, everyone's getting home. Everyone's getting home in one piece. So, do you enjoy that always being the designated driver for your friends and the people that you're dating? <laughs> yeah. To be honest, I do because because I know they're going to be safe. Like, in all honesty, like I know, like obviously you have Ubers and Lyfts and all that, which is, a, which is an option, but I feel like I have the power to make sure all my friends get home safe and everyone's like in, you know, in good hands. And I'm, I'm 100%, I will say this though, there was an incident not too long ago where I volunteered, I drove everyone and I left the spot early because I was tired, had to wake up early for work. One of my friends left their keys in my car. So I get like a call at like three in the morning oh, no. when they're at their place and they're like, hey, can you and I can't be like, oh, I'm drunk. I can't drive. They're like, no, 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 you're sober. <laughs> you're sober. Can you come? Gra- can you come drive here? So I had to drive from like Los Los Feliz to like Pasadena. You know what I mean? Oh, three in the morning, man. and I'm like, well, this is that's sober life for you. That's why you I pretend to be sleep. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, sleep. That too. I, I know that's too big of a heart, I guess. I, well, is, is, <laughs> do you ever get irritated when you have to like wrangle these drunk people because it essentially is like wrangling toddlers? <laughs> you know what? I, like the same way that, that my friends have given up on trying to get me to drink, I've given up on that aspect. Mm, so I'm just like, right. You do your thing. That's like, yeah, that's 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 gonna be a that's a no go for me. But it is interesting, Lewis. So like, I Lewis is a catch, by the way. Like he is hot. You got you know your your personal trainer, so your body is like perfect. But this is just the one thing you just don't. Yeah, what's your Instagram handle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say that too. That does go into like hand in hand with my with my profession. You know what I mean? So it actually kind of worked out. I think God is like, uh, you know, you can have a good body. You're not gonna have any fun, but you know. No, but have, that's that's where I was fun. going with this. It's like here, this is the one thing. So I feel like a lot of women, it was a deal breaker for them. So then they just didn't yeah. end up dating you anymore because of it. But I'm like, yeah. gosh, if you can just get past it. You know, it's not that big of a deal when you really consider it. So, well, thank you for sharing your story and talking to us, Lewis. I know that you have an 830. He's like, I need to start teaching class at 830, so we need to wrap it up. (laughs) But thank you for calling. Yeah, of course. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I yeah, feel like after a, certain, after a certain point, you just have to like pretend to be drunk. If you're like really into someone and it's a deal breaker, it's just like, oh, I'm having a good time. No, just, just okay, pretend. Back at that to the point. lies, EJ. No, we cannot start a relationship. Off Is that a lie? lie? Yes. That... If you're on a first date and you're pretending Pre- to drink. Wait, no. Pretending and lying are two different things. Wow. 800-520-1027. If you meet someone and you're hitting it off, think about it. If you're hitting it off and then you find out they don't drink. Is that a deal breaker for whatever reasons? Maybe they are sober. Maybe they're allergic to alcohol like my friend Lewis or whatever the case may be. Taking your calls now, Raquel and Simi Valley. Good morning. So you're married to someone who doesn't drink or smoke. Yes. Yes. And when we first dated, I I was 17 and he was 19. And even though we drank around that age because we were younger, it didn't, um, it bothered me. It didn't bother me because I had a lot of boyfriends that would cheat on me or they would say that they uh, they got drunk and they didn't know what they were doing. So it actually was a turn on to me in the beginning that he didn't drink. And then as we got older, like when we hit 21, 22, 23, 
um, it did bother me. And a lot of our fights and arguments mm. were because he didn't want to go out with me and, and socialize. I get that. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Because I don't know, for me, those were like, like, I'm definitely not going out as much as I did in my 20s now in my 30s. So those were fun yeah. years. Like, I can't I think back to all the experiences that Michael and I had, um, you know, going to festivals and concerts and trips and, you know, being able to share. But it's like at the end of the day, you're right. Like, alcohol does not make the experience like you don't need to be drunk to have all that stuff. And then look at you now married, happy and you stuck through it. Right. Yeah, and I think, yeah, no, absolutely, and a lot of the perks, like I heard one of the calls that somebody was a designated driver, it was one of your guys' friends that was calling in that he likes to get his friends home, that was my husband, like whenever the girls wanted to go out, he would make sure that we got there safe, and he picked us up, mm-hmm. so it was like a perk for us, like there was, there was a point in my life where I was like, oh, this isn't that bad, and then as I got older, I realized that even though I like to go out and socialize, I could do that by myself. Like, even now, if I want to go to happy hour after work, I'll tell my husband, like, I'm going, I'm going to go to MB Grill or I'm going to go to Los Toros or I'm going to go have a margarita, and he's fine with it because that's not his scene. That's not what he likes. So we we compromise. Exactly. It it's works out. Comprom- thank you so much for calling. Yeah, thank you for having me. I hope you guys have a great day today. You, you too. too. So it, I'm seeing all the calls here, and it looks like a lot of people, it's not a big deal. Amy in Mission Viejo, good morning. Good morning. How are you? We're good. So you don't think it's a deal breaker? No, I don't. Just as long as he's okay with me having a glass of wine or two at dinner, then I'm all good. What about you getting sloppy drunk? Well, <laughs> that's never really a pretty sight. <laughs> No, we don't ever want to get there, but you know, sometimes it, just it happens. Creeps up. It creeps yeah, up. Yeah, we didn't plan it. But, you know, maybe your friends should start dating older people. Girl. <laughs> Girl. Amy. Amy. Sister, all I got to say is 25, you know, we want to party. But I, if he kind of maybe goes up in the 30s, he might meet someone who is like more like him. Uh, this is the con- this is a broken record conversation that Do him and I have had. you think he's allergic to that too? He's not allergic to girls in their 30s. <laughs> I, I told him that. Oh, honey. But you know what he told me? Oh. He was like, sometimes I meet girls that are like closer to mine, you know, and they're born. I'm like, what? It's like they don't want to go out as much. And you'd be like... <laughs> Dog, you need to give us a chance, you know? We got to have, we got to date people our own age. You know, the little partiers are in their 20s. I'm with you. I'm with you. Thank you so much for calling, Amy. Take care in Mission Viejo, okay? Thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm really suck. I'm really sucking <laughs> hanging up on people. This mouse is really sensitive, okay? Jenny in East LA, good morning. Good morning. So, uh, yeah. oh, so you're just like my friend Lewis. You're allergic to alcohol. Yes. I am 31. I'm allergic to alcohol. And how did you find out? Oh, yeah. uh, my mom and my grandpa are allergic. Oh, so it's hereditary. But my grandpa always had like little wine, and he could see like his face would turn red. Oh, okay. And my mom, she couldn't have it at all. And my friends, they would put um, alcohol in plants. Oh. So I tried it, and like one. I wouldn't even swallow it, and it would come right back out. I what? felt like I couldn't breathe. Oh, I was just going to yeah, ask, like, yeah. what are your symptoms? Like, so did your throat close up, or you you just basically throw up? Throw up. I would, like, I would throw it back out. I couldn't breathe. Um, my tongue starts to swell up. Wow. But you know what? You can still have a good time. You don't need the booze. We're Absolutely good. not. No. 
I do take out, I do, I am a designated driver. So I'm babysitter for all my friends. There, there we go. I love it. Thank you, Jenny, for calling, calling. And Claudia in Anaheim, you are married to someone who doesn't drink. Yes, I'm actually married to my husband, and he gets drunk with one beard. So, um, like, I'm 26, so when we were when I was 20, I would get sloppy drunk, <laughs> like, really black to the point that I would black out. Oh, no. And it happened a few times, and he's okay with it. Like, he doesn't really mind. But think- then now I'm actually the person that when I hang out with my friends, I do not drink because they get that way as well. You're like, been there, done that. We're right. good. <laughs> Thank you for yeah. calling, Claudia. I appreciate it. So there you go. I mean, there's a lot of calls still coming through saying, like, I, it's working out. I'm married for X amount of years. And can I just say, I think I drink when, with friends so I don't have to be responsible for them. <laughs> like who can get the drunk as fast? Yeah, like, uh, 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 not it. <laughs> on air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Let's do this. Let's take your calls. Tell me anything good that is happening in your life. Tracy in Santa Clarita. Good morning. What's good? Good morning. Tell me something good. So for me, having a son with a speech delay at four years old, hearing him say, I love you, mama, as a sentence, (gasps) is just makes my day. I mean, you you just can't complain. Make me cry. I love that. that Even is, that warms I, my soul. I know. Yeah, and that is a That's cold a, soul to warm. Yeah. Tracy, thank you so much for sharing that with us. What's your son's name? Thank you, guys. Trey. Trey, we love you, Trey. I love you too, Trey. <laughs> thank you, guys. All right, take care. Annabelle and Corona, tell me something good. So, after 10 years of dating my partner, and having three little babies and a bit of a roller coaster, we're going to take the plunge this year in about a couple of months. And all of the kids are in the wedding, so I'm so excited. I think oh. it was meant to be. How special <laughs> is that? Ten years. Whoa. So my oldest is going to be singing because she has a gorgeous voice. Oh, my She's goodness. What's she going to sing? Um, she, we're debating on two special songs. I don't want to say it in case my friends are listening. Mm-hmm. It's okay. The, it's, it's the songs that made us fall in love. <laughs> oh, well, I love that. Yay. Maybe we'll see her on American Idol one day. I, I absolutely think that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Annabelle. Congratulations. Johnetta, tell me something good. Well, I battled addiction and, um, alcohol addiction and drug addiction for about, a very long time, he's going to say that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I ended up homeless and out on the street. I actually lived on Skid Row in a tent um, once upon a time. And I guess one day it just was like, you know what? I need to stop. And I did. I ultimately just stopped. I put it down. I picked myself up. I went to rehab, got myself together. Um, during my addiction, I had lost some children to the system. Yeah. And... Once I got my everything together, everything started falling in place for me. So now I am not on the street anymore. I have my house. I just got a car. You know, I got wow. back, you know, and I just wanted to let people know that people do recover. It is possible for a person to recover from addiction, you know. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's That it. is incredible. Congratulations Absolutely. for turning your life around like that because you're right. I feel like so many people don't. 
Did you have resources that you depended on when you were going through your recovery that like that helped you? Yes, I did. My resources were a sober support system. Mm-hmm. So at that point, you know, I have someone or I have a feeling like, you know what, I just can't do this no more. I make that call. Yeah. And when I make that call, you know, I let it be good, bad, or indifferent. I listen. And that's the most important part is being important and honest with yourself. Like, okay, let's identify what is wrong, you know. And once you can do that and have that communication set with not just the other people but yourself, you can recover. And my resources also were like calling um, SAMHSA, which is a substance abuse and mental health um, line. Um, when I'm going through some things, I call the warm line, which is a toll-free number. Mm-hmm. You can talk to anyone at the time. Um, you know, and just staying in tune with yourself, going to meetings, you know, talking it out. And even if a person does hit up, if one of my friends hits up, we don't judge them. You know, badgering a person because they messed up actually makes it worse. Yeah, that's important. Well, Jonetta in L.A., thank you so much for ca- calling and sharing your story. Let that be a lesson to anybody listening that's struggling and just you like there is another side and you're there and you really you did it, girl. Congratulations. Thank you. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. It's Sisney and EJ. Ryan Seacrest is off this week, so we're holding it down. Thank you for stepping in, EJ. I know you do nights usually, so waking up at four in the morning is... Is, probably cringy for you oh my gosh sometimes <laughs> i was saying earlier in the week sometimes i'm going to bed at four o'clock in the morning that is just so insane i should text you on your way in no please don't <laughs> so the, you know i feel like every week there's a new dating term that we discuss on the show mm-hmm. and of course there's another one now um when it comes to looking for a significant other apparently people are looking for themselves Really? And this is why I think this is a little cringy because this new dating term is called doppelbangers. I don't like that. It's a play on doppelganger. I, which, I don't like that word. I don't like that word at all. Why don't you like doppelganger? I, I know. I don't like the word doppelbanger. Just well, like I don't like the word M-O-I-S-T. <laughs> moist? <laughs> What's wrong with moist? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm about to have a meltdown hearing you say that. Is it the way it's okay, anyways. Um so doppelgangers, uh-huh. for what we know, is like it basically means nearly an identical look alike person. Like it's like your celebrity doppelganger, someone right. that looks like you. Like for me, I would say Jennifer Lopez. You know? <laughs> <laughs> And it's not supposed to be funny. Well, no, no. Just the way how you said it. You know, I think you guys look exactly alike. You know, I think I really do look alike, though, is Selena Gomez. Yes, 100%. I know. Yes. I, you remember that that game? I don't want to get too off track, but the the app on... No, what is like the app? The, on, on Instagram. On Instagram. And and Why can't I think of what it's called? Not the app. What are they called? The, the game on Instagram? Filter. Yeah. Thank you, Mark. It's a filter of what celebrity. I get her all the time on that. And then I'm like, huh. I really do look like her. What's up? Anyways... I uh, digress. Doppelbangers. Let's go back to this, okay? It's exactly what you think. It's basically dating somebody that looks like you. Mm. Could you do it? No. So I'm going to bring up some celebrities as examples. Think about Kristen Stewart and her fiance, Dylan Mayer. Okay. I'm picturing it. Okay. Pull up a picture of them. They look very similar, I think. So that would be an example, I think, of a doppelbanger. Um, another one that I saw on the list was Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel. Ooh. Now, I don't see that one so much, 
But okay, maybe. Like their hair color is the same. Maybe their jawline similar. Oh, you are reaching. <laughs> I, I don't think they look anything. Like I can't see any similarities or anything like that. This whole thing though is a nope for me. Like I could never. Like I actually, I turned down this really nice guy in when I was in college who like, you know, we, we had an attraction toward each, other, toward each other, kind of like we had a vibe, all that, mm -hmm. but I couldn't get past the fact that he looked like my brother. And I just like, I couldn't do it. Like, I think my brother and I look a lot alike. Uh -huh. And for me, it was like the, it was like his legs. Like I just remember his legs looked like my brother's legs. And I was like, ah, this is weird. Like I, I could never. 100%. So yeah, I, I don't, I don't think Michael looks like me. No. But, you know, I guess if we if we stretch, maybe. If you squint reach. your eyes and tilt your head a little yeah, bit, you, you can see it a little bit. <laughs> oh my goodness. This 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 uh this uh what's the word? The the name just is really throwing me off. Doppelbanger. A doppelbanger. I'm so relaxed right now. Yeah, we're good. You know, earlier uh we were talking about doing background checks on people before you meet them either through dating apps and things like that because you meet on a dating app you don't know everything about them you don't know any have have any connection so doing a background check is not terrible i guess a lot of people called in and said they do them i feel like that's borderline sketchy right there you're gonna check me on I, a background check i mean look this is the world we're living in True. omar and corona now you have an interesting situation when it comes to this yes i do good morning guys good morning uh, yes, I'm calling because I have a cousin that is registered as a sex offender for peeing. He was, we were out one time in West Hollywood, he couple drinks, um, and he basically got arrested for peeing in public. It was indecent exposure. And I wondered, should he be upfront about it from the first date? Or women see this on the background and they're willing to say, you know what, seems like a good guy. Maybe I want to know what it was. Or they're just saying no to any guys were you there with him when this happened yes i was and really and what and what really did happen it was just him peeing like he wasn't sitting there really kind of like you know waving it around and trying to <laughs> helicoptering no, no. um, i want to think that when you're in west hollywood and you're having a good time or you're anywhere uh drinks are involved um you definitely you know think it's going to be really quick but uh the cop i guess uh saw and uh it wasn't like we he saw it it was kind of like he's like well i'm not going to stop now so uh, the cop was flashing lights and ended up being uh, more than what we kind of bargained for that night. Yeah, man, that is a bummer. You know, honestly, I feel, I don't know that it's a first date conversation, but but maybe a second date conversation. If you get, if you get to the second date, then maybe bring it up because it's not, obviously it's not terrible. And how long does he have to be on the sex offender list? Um, I believe it was just for a year um, until he did his uh, six months of, uh, I, I believe, like it was highway cleaning. Okay. Yeah. Community service. And then, yeah. but it still stays on the record, I guess, right? Even after, or does it go off yeah. your record at some point? Do they get it expunged? No, they, it doesn't go away from your record. That's you can. You can hire a lawyer, maybe. But yeah, that's a whole other avenue. Oh, my goodness. You know what? I say honesty is key because otherwise they're going to go and they're going to like think the worst. Right, I, EJ? I think I, that I think at the end of the first date, you should make it be known and tell them what really happened. Like, what, what was the story? You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're like really into someone and you don't want to mess it up later on down the line. Yes. Clayton or Colton. What's his name? The Bachelor? <laughs> it's Clayton the Clayton. Bachelor. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
Does that help, Omar? Yes, it does. Well, thank you so much. Like I like I've said, honesty is key. Thank you. Thank you, Omar. Appreciate you calling. Um, oh my gosh, so it, it's crazy that you, that could happen because I mean I feel like we've all are guilty of peeing in public. Not me, sis. Lies. You've never peed in public. Absolutely not. Really? Well, no. you didn't go to college. Then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like every other alley around San Diego oh, State. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> On air with Ryan Seacrest. That's going to do it. It's Sisney and EJ, and that's it. Tomorrow, we'll be back in the morning paying your bills. And actually, because it's Thursday, we're going to continue to pay your bills all day long today. So, your next chance to get a bill paid is coming up at 1010. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.